Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. And uh, we're in a constitutional crisis, apparently, here in Canada. Things not good for the Prime Minister's office after the testimony yesterday from former Attorney General Jody Wilson-Raybould. She testified that she was just doing her job and she received some questionable pressure from the Prime Minister's office in regards to this SNC-Lavalin scandal, a uh, construction firm who broke the law Mm -hmm. and then lobbied uh, Trudeau to kind of let him off the hook by using some new law that was formed would allow them to kind of get a slap on the wrist and yeah. keep bidding on projects here in Canada, business as usual sort of deal. I I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm of the opinion you break the law. It doesn't matter if you're a big time company or you're uh, the average Joe on the street. You should be held to the same standard. You break the law. You break the law. There's consequences, right? And apparently, that's what uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould, the Attorney General, thought too. Trudeau's office didn't like it, and a number of people kind of said, you know, maybe we should do something else. Eventually, she was removed from that job. And uh, now, Justin's got a lot to answer for. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how he handles this. Uh, Conservatives, sheer calling for his resignation saying he doesn't have the ethical cojones to lead the country anymore. Yeah. It's not looking good for him. No. I uh I can't wait to see him answer questions now, you How know? do you think he'll do now that the pressure's on <sighs> when people are starting to ask him the, the tough questions about this scandal? It's it's so annoying watching him in the House of Commons try to answer even the simplest yes or no questions. He dodges them in this roundabout way every time. It's so annoying. Here's an example. This is t- talking about the ethics commissioner. This is in the House of Commons. Here's an example of him not answering direct this questions. Trudeau. So once again, who asked for the meeting? Was it the Prime Minister or the former Attorney General? Right Honourable Prime Minister. For the work that both the Ethics Commissioner and the Justice Committee of Parliamentarians will be doing uh, on this matter. But I can assure all Canadians that unlike the Leader of the Opposition, we will always stand up for good jobs right across this country. Order. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, so he the answers Prime a yes or no here. not acting like someone who is innocent of these serious allegations. So once again, who asked for the meeting? There are only two options. It was either the Prime Minister or the former Attorney General. Which was it? Honourable Prime Minister. Be apologetic for standing up consistently for good Canadian jobs and for standing Answer up the for question, the Trudeau. judicial system and the important processes in place. Uh, of course, Mr. Speaker, uh, the meetings that I have uh, with any member of cabinet are covered by cabinet confidentiality. But you can be sure that every step of the way, we both stand up for Canadians and look to serve them, and stand up for our institutions uh, that keep us all safe in this that's country. The, that's the classic political move. Instead of answering the question, you just blah 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 blah. Yeah, Trudeau, he just doesn't he doesn't give you a straight answer. Just keeps talking and talking. Imagine if you were behind him in the line at a drive-through. Hmm. 
Hello, welcome to Wendy's. What would you like to eat today? Uh, Mr. Speakerbox, I believe all Canadians, uh, with varying degrees of hunger, all deserve to have the rumbles of their stomachs be heard, and we are all standing up for good food for the middle class across, uh, this vast, uh, nation. Uh, I agree, but uh, are you looking for a burger, or there's a b- bit of a lineup forming behind you? Move it, pretty boy! Uh, Mr. Speaker Bucks, we have denied all reports in the, uh, new Canada food guide, as they are another example of the conservatives stirring up a sandwich hunt, and, uh, we all will continue to stand up for the integrity of bacon, and we will always defend adventurous Canadians who choose to dip a fry into, uh, Frosty. Would you like a burger? Yes or no? Mr. Speaker Box, I believe all burgers, whether <laughs> square patted or uh, circle patted, always deserve to be charbroiled. We will continue to stand up for all Canadian cow farmers from the east coast of Canada to uh, the west coast of Canada and also the south coast of Canada. But we will concede, Mr. Speaker Box, that these calories go straight to my Gerald Butts. This has been Justin Trudeau at the drive-thru. Yeah, the ironic part about that is Trudeau's the one who's about to get grilled. CBC reporter who's doing an on-site report live on television talking about uh, a comedy club. So he's at this comedy club, and uh, one of the comedians, a guy named Boyd Banks, sneaks up behind the reporter, starts making funny faces, and eventually starts licking the guy's ear while he's live on television. I, I'm kind of surprised with the outrage over this story I'm seeing online yesterday. Yeah, it's completely disgusting. It's inappropriate that this dude was licking the reporter's ear. But look at the CBC story. Actor Boyd Banks, sorry for licking CBC reporter on live TV, says there's no excuse for his actions. And then underneath that, there's a warning Warning, this story contains details that some readers may find disturbing. There's a trigger warning for this? Oh my goodness. The the guy was trying to be funny and he licked the reporter's ear. Disgusting. I would be mad. Yeah. And I give it to, I give this reporter credit. He, uh, he kept it together, sent it back to the studio. He didn't react. If, if somebody did that to me, I might react a little more harshly. Yeah, throw an elbow back in them jibs. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, disturbing. And the bar owner, owner called it reprehensible. Let's all, yeah. let's all take a step back here. The guy's a creep. I don't, I don't know this comedian, but it's a creepy move. You don't recognize that guy? No. I totally recognize him. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been on the CBC, some of their shows like uh, Little Mosque on the Prairie. Was he on? Uh, was he on Schitt's Creek? Maybe he was on Schitt's Creek too. He's one of those guys that yeah. in Canadian television he has been in a lot of stuff. IMDb him. Okay, look him Bo- up. There. Boyd Banks. Boyd Banks. <laughs> reminds me of the rapper Lloyd Banks is the only thing I can think of. I have, oh yeah. Okay. He's a, he's a creepy looking dude to start with, and I think he's purposely trying to look creepy behind the reporter to try and get laughs. And then when he starts licking his ear, it's like, dude, what are you thinking? Stupid move. Here's the audio. This is, uh, this is how the, uh, the thing went down. Soft launch, and what they will do ultimately will be a hard launch. That's not going to happen until later on this uh, spring. But as you can see, a lot of people are 
rallying around them, and they are hoping that this town hall will stop this uh, transition to Just for Laughs from happening. Um, but things are getting a little awkward out here, so I'm going to pass it back to you, Dwight. Ugh, you can hear him making the kiss noises, too. That's what, that's disgusting. That is gross. It, it, if you didn't touch the guy, then you can hear people laughing. One guy in particular yeah, thought it was some, funny. Somebody thought it was funny what this guy was doing behind the reporter. But he definitely crosses the line when he touches the guy and then takes it to the next level when he sticks out his tongue and actually licks his ear. That's, yeah. that's gross. The, the reporter, Chris Glover from the CBC, has fired, uh, filed a police report. See to me, that's just a bit much. I know, I know people have no right to touch you and stuff like that. But can you can somebody not cross a line without the police getting involved? I think for the sake of a precedent, it's not a bad idea because yeah, this guy was trying to be funny. But what about the next time a reporter's on location and somebody comes up and starts licking them, and it's not for laughs; it's because they're. A sexual weirdo. The only thing that makes me kind of comfortable or more comfortable with it is because it is two guys. If it was a guy doing that to a woman, I'd feel a lot worse about it. Um, but I just feel like this guy could have pushed him away. I, I guess, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's he, he crossed a line, but does the guy's career need to be ruined? Because now he's banned from this bar. He's getting a ton of negative press, and now the police are involved. Right. It and I'm sure the CBC, much. which he has worked for in the past, will not be clamoring at his uh, door to hire him for their next terrible TV series. <laughs> this is, there's limited options for a Canadian comic on television, and this is not looking for good for old Boyd Banks. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he's the... Uh the host of a, a new show where he sneaks up behind people and starts licking them. <laughs> Just for licks. Just for licks. <laughs> Just for licks gags. <laughs> and we found his co-host... Brad Marchand. <laughs> um, but things are getting a little awkward out here, so I'm going to pass it back to you, Dwight. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. We're playing Fake News You Choose with Matt. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, guys. Game is simple. We give you a headline. You guess whether or not it's an actual news story or it's complete nonsense that Jim and I have made up, okay? Okay. First one here. And there's a bit of a theme running through today's fake news you choose. It's all food-related headlines, okay? All right. First one. A guy faces 15 years in prison for dipping his junk in a customer's salsa. Fake news you choose. True. You are fake news. That means you're right. Yeah. Excellent. That is true. A woman in Tennessee ordered from a Mexican restaurant in Knoxville, paid online, and uh, had a little surprise there. The guy didn't like the the tip, the 89-cent tip that this woman gave her, and had a little surprise in her salsa when it showed up. This is what you get when you give an 89-cent tip for an almost 30-minute drive. And yes, the guy was dumb enough to film himself dipping his junk into the salsa. Oh my goodness. Which is why he was caught and charged. Could go to jail for 15 years now. Good. Pretty funny. This is what you get when you give an 89 cents tip for an almost 30 minute drive. 15 years in prison. This is what you get. <laughs> wow. 
Next one here, fake news you choose. 85-year-old grandmother charged after pie that was cooling on her windowsill falls five stories and injures pedestrian. Uh, fake news. You are fake news. Yes. Well done. <laughs> I Sounds real to me. When's the last time you saw a pie cooling on a windowsill? Never. <laughs> like in a Looney Tunes cartoon, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> Next one. Here's the headline. Man sentenced to six months in jail after third arrest for eating cereal while driving. True. Failing pile of garbage. No. You can see it happening, though. It's pretty dangerous to eat a bowl of cereal while you're driving. Just ask Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) That's a great episode. Okay, next headline. A fight over buffet crab legs turns into a sword fight with tongs. Fake news you choose. Oh, I know this is true, but you it might not be with tongs. I know they got in a big fight. See, are you are you going fake news or do you think it's uh, real news? Uh, real news. We'll go real you news. You are fake news. Yes, it is. This woman's name, I just wanted to do this story because the woman involved, her name was is Chiquita Jenkins. <laughs> Was at a buffet restaurant in Huntsville, Alabama last Friday night. She was waiting for them to bring out more uh, crab legs. But another guy, John Chapman, was in line, and they got in a bit of an altercation. Here's a eyewitness account. If you can imagine a fencing match, there's a woman who's beating a man. Plates are shattering everywhere. Everyone was saying that they cut me in line. She cut me in line. He cut me in line. I was here first. They had been waiting there for the crab legs for a good 10 plus minutes, maybe 15. So when they finally came out, it's very uh, heated, especially if someone's taking more than their fair share. <laughs> people love their crab crab legs at the buffet. <laughs> I love the idea of people fighting with tongs. Like, guy falls on the ground, you pick him up by the nose with your tongs. <laughs> on guard. Both of them were arrested. Wow. And last headline here, you need this for the win. Confused husband buys wife turnips Instead of tulips on Valentine's Day. Is that a real headline or a fake headline? I'm going to go fake. Failing pile of garbage? No. I can't believe it either, but this is a real news story, Jim. Yeah, with the cheesiest news report of all time. When I got up and had my first cup of coffee, he said, oh, he said, your turnips are here. I said, turnips. You could say the start of Valentine's Day at the Harris household was rooted in confusion. (laughs) When I got up and had my first cup of coffee, he said, oh, he said, your turnips are here. I said, turnips. I said, turnips. (laughs) Turnips? I wanted tulips. And that's that's the entire news story, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a two and a half minute news story. No one was arrested. No one was charged <laughs> with anything. But the local news thought confused husband buys wife turnips instead of tulips on Valentine's Day was something that they needed to report on. <laughs> what a hilarious misunderstanding. A simple misunderstanding helped him turn up the charm and create a special memory. Now what's going on here? A London man says somebody's drilling holes in gas tanks to steal fuel. This is from CBC. Apparently, um, there's thieves going around using a drill 
going under your car, drilling a hole in your gas tank, and then uh, putting a bucket under there, I guess? Yeah. Just stealing all your gas. I don't know why they need three holes. Maybe one's an air hole. Yeah. A guy named Glenn Curdy went to Costco to fill up his car, and on the way back from the gas station, he noticed something was going on. There's a leak in his tank. Took it to the mechanic. The mechanic hoisted it up, realized there was three holes drilled into his gas tank. It uh, was clear the hole sizes were identical, and they must have been drilled with a drill. The uh, the repairs cost him about $1,000. Jeez. Some mechanics say drilling into a gas tank could cause an explosion, which would be instant karma. Yeah. But uh, others aren't so sure. But would you really want to want to test that out if there's a chance of your your drill bit causing a little spark there and yeah. igniting the gas? I don't think it's worth the risk. Like It's amazing. They tell you don't pull your cell phone out when you're filling up ga- a gas tank. Drilling into one, definitely play with fire. And gas is the cheapest it's been in a long time. <laughs> Under a buck, you can yeah. you can fill up with unleaded. And whatever happened to just the siphoning it out? You, you know, like when you're hose? scared to get a mouthful yeah. of gas. You know, the taste, it's gross. Sure, but so much more effort finding the gas tank under, like potentially exploding yourself. I'd take a mouthful of gas over exploding myself. You're right. Yeah, grab a mint. I wonder if this has happened to anyone else in the area. Hi, FM ninety six. Hey, man, how's it going? Good. Have you had your gas stolen from your car? No, but I used to recycle cars, and it can totally blow up in your face. Um, So because you think about an electric drill, have you ever turned on your drill really fast, turn it on and off, and you see those sparks? Yeah, Yeah, inside you see the little blue uh, sparks going. Yeah, so if you have any of that gas drip down into your drill while you're drilling up in there, she go boom. Even the vapor, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so, uh, you never saw an explosion, personally. No, we would we would use a, we would use a hammer and a copper punch, um, and that way you would just punch well, him. the gas. Hang on, don't fly. give them any ideas here. <laughs> we would shoot it from a distance with a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! But uh, but yeah, that's that's why you you don't want to drill into that. That's just crazy. It seems like a lot of trouble just to steal a tank of gas, doesn't it? Yeah, it makes yeah. It, it almost seems more like vandalism at that point. Honestly, because that's going to cost somebody a lot of money. Like that's that's no fun at all to have to go and have that all patched up and everything else. Let alone the hassle of you know all of a sudden you're out of out of a day of work or something. You try and get out the driveway. What would you do if you you walked out of the parking lot and you noticed someone's legs? What if they were under your car and you didn't notice them? Probably just put it into reverse. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, didn't see you there. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Try not not to explode yourself. We appreciate it. Excellent. Cheers. Hi, FM 96. Hello. Hey, Uh, have you had gas stolen out of your tank recently? No, no, no. My brother-in-law down in the southern states was drilling with a drill bit into his gas tank, and it exploded on him. Why was he drilling into his gas tank? Because it was an old car. He was getting rid of it. He wanted to save the gas out of it. Oh, my Mm. Lord. Yeah. And And is he okay? Oh, he was fine. He ran. But But, he could have been seriously hurt or killed. He could have been killed, yeah. Good. I like that story. Let's end on that note. The deterrent. Mm-hmm. If you're the gas thief out there who thinks it's a good idea to be drilling into people's gas tanks, you may explode yourself. Yeah. Thanks. We're glad your brother-in-law's okay. Oh, he's fine. Unless you don't like him, then we're not. <laughs>
That's the Taz Show Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com. <laughs>